Did you know that Americans who set resolutions, they keep them for about three weeks? It's really common. Did you know that most people who go on a weight loss plan, they lose the weight and then they gain significantly more afterwards? Why is that? Why do we set goals and then don't achieve them? Or why do we set goals, achieve them, and then go back to where we were before? I don't believe it has anything to do with our willpower. I believe what it is, is that we're using the wrong methods. You see, over the years, I've worked with several clients to help them evolve into completely different human beings, better versions of themselves, more evolved, more enhanced versions of themselves. And that's what we're going to talk about on today's episode of the Evolve podcast. We're going to share the secrets, the tips, the tricks of not just how do you make a change, how do you achieve a goal, but how do you truly evolve. That's today on this episode of the Evolve Podcast. Welcome to the Evolve Podcast. Evolve your body, evolve your mind, evolve your soul, and evolve your tribe. And now it's time to disrupt. Welcome back to the Evolve Podcast, where evolved men and women come to disrupt, connect, and get inspired. I am your host, Steve Cutler, and today I'm excited to talk to you about how to evolve. What is the Evolve Method? Before we get started, I want to thank our sponsor, Med One Capital, for sponsoring the Evolve podcast. We appreciate all the support. The Med One Group exists for the sole purpose of making needed medical equipment available to the healthcare industry. You can find out more at medonegroup.com. Also, I want to thank you for listening to the Evolve podcast. You see, the Evolve podcast is part of our passion to provide no-cost-to-consumer content that will help you disrupt and evolve into your highest self. The Evolve podcast and community continues to grow, and I want to make sure that more people can find us so that they can disrupt and evolve as well. So if you haven't, will you do me a favor? Jump onto Apple or Spotify, wherever you're listening to this podcast on, and give us a rating and review. The ratings and reviews help us grow the show and achieve our mission of helping millions of people evolve into their highest version of themselves. And now, onto the show. Today's episode is going to take you deep into a proven method to evolve, not just make small changes, but to transform. My objective is that by the end of this episode, you have a simple process that you can go back to, that you can follow to evolve any area of your life. With all the information out there in the world, from social media and the news, it's easy to get confused on what to do. Today, I want to demystify the process of evolving and help you to evolve your life by bringing awareness to three important things. Number one, setting goals. Number two, developing habits and routines. And finally, number three, determining how to measure progress appropriately. But before we jump in, remember, I'm going to ask three things of you with this particular episode. Number one, be aware. Number two, be active. And number three, be accountable. First, be aware. This is your time. You're listening to this podcast and I want you to pause out of this entire week. This is the most pure, most true self or true form of self-love you can give yourself. This time is time for you. Be aware of what's alive in you. What thoughts, emotions, feelings, what inspiration is alive in you? If you don't spend any other time in the week doing deep work, do it for the time that we have together right now, will you? Next, be active. 
write down and do the work. This isn't an episode to just put off until later. As an evolved man or woman, we need to do the work right now. Keep your notebook, your pen, your paper, your sketchbook, whatever your method is. Keep it with you and just do the work as we go. Capture notes through the discussion. And don't just write down what you hear from me, but the most important notes you're going to write are the ones that are not verbalized. Write down what your soul speaks to you. Write the nudgings that you feel what you need to do. Don't question, don't hesitate, just write and be active. And finally, be accountable. Accountability is nothing more and nothing less than being able to account. That means be accurate. That means that you know what you're talking about. That means that what is, is the most important thing. And it means that you measure appropriately. You see, when we get to the goal setting section, I'm going to challenge you to write down a goal and some steps to get there. When you write the steps down, you need to know specifically how you're going to track. Being accountable means that you are able to account. Be accountable. Don't overcomplicate it. For instance, if you're wanting to lose body fat, gain muscle, you need to strength train. Move consistently and eat in a way that supports muscle and decreases body fat. How clean you eat has nothing to do with it. Don't measure that. How flexible you are doesn't have a direct correlation to your goals, so you may leave that on the table for now. Only account for the things that are directly related to your goal. Make sense? Be accountable by writing down and committing to the process of growth. Come back to your goals and your habits and make sure that you're daily reviewing them to account for what you've done. Now I want to jump into the Evolve Method. You see, the Evolve Method is broken down into three distinct phases or three distinct times that you'll go through this. And this is a linear path, but it's not necessarily a step-by-step -step path. And I'll explain what I mean as we go. The first phase is what we call Initiate. The second is elevate, and the third is automate. In the initiate phase, we only have one goal, and that's to get started. You have a goal to lose 20 pounds? Great. The initiate phase is just about getting going, not judging how good or bad you're doing. We just start working on getting going. The best way you can do this is to start small. Start small so that you know you will win. The key here is to make the habit so simple that it almost seems ridiculous. Why try and fail when you can try and succeed on a small level? You see, success begats success. And today we're going to weave our practice throughout the time together. So let's get going. What I want you to do is write down one goal that you want to accomplish in the next three to six months. This doesn't have to be a physical goal. I don't care what it is. Maybe you want to start a new business or you want to add a new offering to your current business. However you feel like you are ready to evolve as an evolved man or an evolved woman, I want you to write it down. Perhaps you don't want to do something in the business, but you want to go for a long hike that you haven't done before. Maybe you want to get a promotion at work or maybe you have a project coming up that you want to be completed and recognized for in your job. Whatever it is, write your goal down. But be as specific as you can. Remember, your goals need to be yours. They are not someone else's dictated ways of telling you how to live. 
Now that you've written it down, I want you to ask yourself this question. What is one small, simple habit that, if repeated, will get you closer to that goal? Let's take the business goal, for example. You want to start a new offering in your business. So you know that if you work on your idea for five minutes a day, writing, creating, putting together marketing, whatever, just five minutes a day, that that would get you going in the right direction. Now, we're not talking about winning. We're not talking about success. We're talking about getting going. That's the purpose of the initiating phase. Just write it down. Write down whatever the smallest habit you absolutely know you can keep. Seven days a week. No days off with this. What can you do seven days a week? Remember, the key to make the initiation phase work is start so small, so achievable that you know you can accomplish it. Now, over time, we're going to build in and layer in complexity. And over time, we will build in depth. Right now, I just want you to start winning on a small level. Win? Well, now that you have the action, it's important that you determine when you're going to do your daily habit. Be clear and be specific. So, for instance, Every morning at 7 a.m., I will go to the gym for 20 minutes. Every day before bed, I will meditate for five minutes. Every day after dinner, I will go for a walk around the block. Here's a simple trick that makes a massive difference. Chunk your new habit with a habit that you already have. For instance, listen to the last habit. Every day after dinner. You eat dinner, right? Like every day. You're sitting down and eating dinner. Maybe you're doing it by yourself. Maybe you're doing it with family, but you eat dinner. You have some end-of-the-day habit where you're putting food into your mouth. This habit is already ingrained in your life, so you are doing it every day. And by saying every day after this habit, you're just adding one small addition to it. It's so simple, so easy. You'd have a difficult time resisting doing this new habit. Okay, so at this point, you have your initiation. You're going to get started and build reps. That's the number one thing when it comes to initiation is just build reps. Remember that repetition is the mother of all skill. As you build reps, you are eventually going to be ready for the next phase, which is elevate. Remember, initiate, elevate, and automate. Let's talk about elevate. How long does it test or take? You see, this is a question I get asked a lot. Why does it matter is my typical response. If it takes you six months or nine months to lose 20 pounds, it doesn't matter. Will you nine months from now, will your nine months from now self be upset that you didn't lose it in six? Or will you be just as happy, just as pleased, and just as proud of yourself? because you accomplished your goals. My experience is that when you achieve a target, when you accomplish a goal, you realize that you didn't care about the time it took. In fact, sometimes you feel better if the goal took longer to get there because you had to work harder. You had to try more and you had to become more creative to make the goal a reality. But the how long question does have some relevance. So answer. let's answer it in the best way. At some point, you're going to move from initiation to elevation. So how do you know when it's time to do so? And the best answer I can give you is that when the new habit 
feels easy and is now part of your daily life. So let's go back to the walking after dinner habit. Imagine that you've been doing this habit now for two weeks, 14 days in, you're now 14 for 14. You no longer think about it. You no longer go through the negotiations with yourself. You just get going. That is your time to elevate. Think about it. When this habit has become so automatic, so easy, so repetitious, you never have to think about it again. Now it's time to layer in some complexity. Now, if you're two weeks in and you look back and you've done 12 out of the 14 days and you're still negotiating with yourself, it's not time to elevate. You're not in a space to make the habit more complex. You need to master the basic movement before you're moving on. Get more reps, get more time, and get deeper in your soul. If you've hit at least 90% of the time and the habit feels natural and resistance-free, it's time to elevate. Let's talk about how you do it. Let's imagine now that you're two or three weeks in and you've been doing your walks consistently after dinner. You have a couple of ways to elevate with ease. First, you can start to go longer. Instead of around the block, you say, I'm going to go for a walk for a mile after dinner. Increasing the distance now is easier because you're already doing it at that particular time. Second, you could add in another layer of complexity. Instead of adding in more distance, you could say, I'm going to add in 15 walking lunges at the beginning of my walk. Finally, another simple way you could add in an elevation or complexity is by saying it takes me about 15 minutes to walk around the block. But now I'm going to do it in 14 minutes or less. I'm going to walk faster and focus on my speed. Now, which one of these is right? Well, there isn't a right. Too often in life, we think about things in a binary. I just want you to challenge yourself. You see, the evolved method isn't about teaching you some sort of dogmatic right or wrong dichotomy. It's about teaching you principles of how to evolve your practice of living well. I want to say that again. It's about teaching you the principles of how to evolve your practice of living well. So which one should you do? Whichever one speaks to you. Some evolutionary steps are simple. I'm just going to add five more minutes because I can. Some evolutionary steps are more complex. I'm adding in the lunges because I want to challenge myself. Either way, you're moving towards an elevation. Either way, you're moving towards an evolution. You see, the elevation phase is the longest phase that you're going to be in. This phase could be weeks, months, or even years before you've elevated through these small changes to get to the point where we move towards automation. To continue to elevate, you will continue to ask the question weekly, bi-weekly, or monthly, how can I elevate what I'm currently doing? These small iterative changes will over time compound to create great results. When you stay with it and you have faith that the consistent growth and development will yield results over time, you will see amazing changes. You see, there are two of the most powerful forces in the universe. The first is love. The second is compounding interest. What you're doing in the elevate phase is you are showing love to yourself by continually investing in the thing that you know is going to give you great results over time. The second 
most important, most powerful force in the universe is compounding interest. When you do something over a long period of time, the results compound. And that's what Elevate is all about. Now let's jump into Automate. Remember, Phase 1, Initiate. Phase 2, Elevate. Phase 3, Automate. The automation phase is the most difficult for me to talk about because as a society, we want to jump to the end. We want to know the answers to the test, not study, work, and sweat to get there. We want the knowledge without the work. We want the great physique, not the effort that's required to get the great physique. We want the end result of the lifestyle, not the demanding hours and effort that it takes to be a person who can create that lifestyle. But as you move along the evolved path, it's important that you, as an evolved man and an evolved woman, say to yourself, I need to understand what this final phase truly looks like because there are no shortcuts. Or in economics, as we say, there is no free lunch. You can't skip this part. It has to be built. It's got to be earned. After you've initiated, after you have elevated and you're in consistent, regular habits, you will reach a point where automation is the key. It's the next step. The shift happens when you change identities. So let's go back to the goal of losing 20 pounds. You started by walking around the block. Over time, you went longer. Maybe you added some lunges through your elevation phase. You developed endurance through your elevation phase. You developed strength through your elevation phase. You noticed changes in the body. After months of elevating, you find yourself with a different body. You are 10, 15, 20, or even 25 pounds lighter. After years of elevating, you find yourself eating foods for your body that agree with you rather than fight against you. Little by little, your body and your mind have changed. And now it's time for automation. You look different in the mirror. You have different habits. You're no longer the victim of your bad choices. You are no longer a victim of your bad paradigms, your limiting beliefs. You are different. You have transformed. And now it's time for a new identity. You see, we all identify as something. You are fat, non-athletic, a little overweight, too busy. Whatever the words were, the phrases are that you are currently describing yourself. We all identify, but what you were is not congruent with what you now are when you get to the automation phase. You are now lean, fit, and healthy. So you know that it's time. It's time to identify with your highest self. Through meditation, you find that the highest version of you is a healthy, athletic educated, powerful person, an evolved man, an evolved woman. At this stage, we coach you through the process of identifying who you truly are, who your most evolved version in, what is he or she called. This is where life becomes automatic. I'm not a health and fitness professional. That identity has power. It anchors me to the fact that I not only eat well, and live in a certain way keeps me healthy and fit, but I do so because there are both intrinsic and extrinsic accountability factors pushing me and pulling me towards that healthy lifestyle. I don't have to say no on the weekends. I'm not going to go out and get drunk and sit on a couch and eat a bag of potato chips and go big buffet style binges because 
they are so foreign to my identity that they would just never even cross my mind. They've evolved and my decisions have become automatic because it's easy to align with them. So I'm not just a health and fitness professional. I'm a person who lives a healthy, vibrant life. In my mind, my identity is that I am an extremely healthy, vibrant, strong, powerful human being. And so these behaviors of sitting on the couch with the bag of potato chips and going to the buffet and binging, they never cross my mind. My decisions become automatic. Those things don't enter my universe. Now, just as I thought, or just as it would be hard to imagine the Dalai Lama punching a little kid in the gut for no reason, this new identity that you create for yourself naturally pushes you towards your highest self. Now, I want to make a note here. I want to talk about affirmations and timing. You know, I'm not opposed to affirmations, but they've got to fit within a certain time. Now, the reason I'm not asking you to determine who you are, what your deepest purpose is, and start using affirmations in the initiate phase is because it doesn't work. Now, don't get offended when I say that it's stupider. It doesn't mean that it doesn't work. You see, you don't have the ability in your current state to see what your highest self is. That's why the affirmations don't work. You have to put in the work. You have to put in the effort. You have to elicit change through habits. Over time, as you elevate your practice, you get to the point where you wake up from this stupor that you have been in, and you become more enlightened, and you start to see your true potential. Years ago, I had a client come to me who, quote, wasn't very fit, athletic, or lean, and she wasn't sure if she ever could be. We started training together, and little by little, the weight came off. Then she started thinking that maybe she could do more. So she pushed a little bit harder. She set a goal to get stronger. She wanted to get leaner. She decided to challenge herself and eventually decided that to do that, she was going to compete in a physique composite uh, competition. I can't even say that word this morning. <laughs> she pushed harder and put herself out there. Today, more than 15 years later, this former not fit, not very athletic, not lean, and not even sure if she could be anything different. Client, she does not need me anymore. She evolved. She created her own brand of fitness. She oversees a group fitness program in a health club and has a branded fitness program in two health clubs. She has dozens of people who are loyal followers. She has influenced hundreds. At the beginning, she was in a stupor. There was no way her current brain could have conceived the state she was, uh, where she would be now based on where she was currently living. Now, there's no way she could have imagined this state. There's no way she could have seen the future in her previous state. Her life is now automated. Her fitness is automated. Her health is automated because it's who she is. So here's my challenge for you. If you followed along with this episode and did the work today, 
in this initiation phase, you determined what you want and what is it that you want to change, how you're going to get there and what are some simple habits that you're going to get to win regularly. Your challenge for this week is to get massive momentum. Do what you committed to do. Keep it small, but make the celebrations big. Let me say that again. Do what you committed to do. I'm not saying do it if you feel good. Do it if you're motivated. Do it if you woke up perfectly and your hair looks great and you just feel amazing. I said do what you committed to do, regardless of how you feel. Keep it small, but make the celebrations big. When you complete your small task, smile. When you do what you committed to say or to do, say out loud, I'm proud of myself for my effort. Look into your own eyes in the mirror and see the change with each small commitment you keep. Your eyes will change as you align to your purpose. Give yourself a high five, a hug, whatever you need to do, and whatever you would do for your best friend every time they succeed, do that every time you keep your commitment. Build momentum and be patient. Remember that if you were to start investing $100 a month in a retirement account, it wouldn't look like much for the first 25 to 30 years. But over time, the money compounds and you're going to start to see huge returns on that consistent investment. Be patient, be kind. Whatever you set out your goal to be, just do it over and over and over again. Recognize and build positive momentum. Initiate, elevate, automate. You are now empowered to make the steps to move in the direction that you need to move in. Don't listen to the naysayer in your mind. Start to take the steps and you are well on your way to the process of evolution. And on that note, folks, it is time for us to wrap up another episode of the Evolve Podcast. I want to thank you, our listeners, for joining us for another episode of the Evolve Podcast. I am Steve Keller reminding you that it takes time and consistency to evolve. But first, you have to disrupt. And now it's time to, for you to get out there and evolve. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Evolve Podcast. Follow us on your favorite podcast app. And if you haven't done so, please give us a rating. As an independent podcast, it really helps us get more reach. This podcast is part of our mission to help millions of people evolve into the best versions of themselves. Please check out our coaching services at evolve-cast.com or pick up some of our Evolve merch. Until next time, keep evolving.